God be with you. May God be with you. season with uh, Athens coming in here for week one. Um, uh, Athens has always been a traditionally powerful team, so we decided to schedule them to open the season, and uh, we're not able to play that game the year before due to, due to COVID issues, so uh, they came to Fort Payne and uh, had, a, had a great, exciting game for fans. It was a, a frustrating game for, for us as we uh, built a pretty big lead. We could not uh, maintain it. Ended up losing the game 41 to 40. Uh, jumped out to a 16 to nothing lead early in the game. Uh, uh, got a safety early off a bad snap on, on their uh, punt team and were able to score two pretty quick touchdowns and um, uh, controlled the game early. Uh, unfortunately, Athens made a lot of big plays that night. Had some explosive plays on offense to keep them in the game. Uh, it's one of those games we look back at. Probably seven or eight different plays in that game. If they go different, we, we probably win. But we were able to build a 40 to 20 lead in the third quarter and uh, had complete control and then just, just did not finish the game. Had, had some uh, uh, issues with the heat that night. Had some guys that were playing both ways and struggled in the fourth quarter uh, because of cramping. Um, and like I said, lost 41 to 40. Uh, drove down the, the last few seconds and uh, got an attempt at a field goal to win the game, but uh, it was just barely left from, from over 50 yards, and uh, uh, we were not able to win. But it was a, a really exciting game for fans, um, you know, uh, exciting game to watch. It was just a game that we felt like we let slip away uh, due to some a few mistakes here and there. Um, like I said, on, on, on several different plays in the game, it uh, was not one person uh, uh, that messed up. It was just a lot of different things that happened. Um, it kept us from winning that ball game. It would have, uh, would have been an exciting way to start the season, but it was a very humbling uh, loss to all of us, and, uh, and I think it made us work harder as we as we move forward. Motion sets. Receiver drops back. Quarterback drops back to set up a screen. Nothing uh, incomplete. No, it's picked off. Oh. It's picked off by De Devin Wells. Devin Wells picks it off and scores a touchdown. Touchdown, touchdown for Payne. Prater uh, causing a lot of havoc in there. Dubose and Prater in the backfield. They hand it to Alex Akins, right side, and he oh. got the first down. Wow. wow. What a play. Nice blocking offensive line. Nice blocking Caden Dubose, Daryl Prater. Alex Akins on a first down carry. It's first down Fort Payne inside of Athens territory. We opened up, had the second game of the season in, uh, at home again versus Gaza City. Um, Gaza City, obviously a traditional power, 7-18. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of players on, on their roster, uh, a lot of big players on their roster. So 
I uh, knew it was going to be a challenge. Uh, unfortunately, we kind of had the exact opposite start of the Aziz game. Uh, we we kind of gave them 14 points early. We had two turnovers early in the ball game that set up touchdowns for them. And once we settled in uh, and kind of got our, got our feet, uh, we, we were able to play. Unfortunately, we lost Caden Dubose early in that game, and that, that affected us offensively. But our, our defense played uh, tremendous that night after after the quick 14 that, that we kind of uh, gave them on offense. Uh, our defense settled in and played really well. And, uh, it was a 20 to three ball game in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, early in the fourth quarter, the, the Gaston went on to win 34 to 10. But, uh, we felt like it was a game that uh, defensively played really, really well uh, after having, you know, like I said, we got down 14 to nothing. We basically held them to six points for, for the majority of the game. So we were proud of our defense that night. We thought we played really hard, uh, put a lot of energy. Uh, just unfortunately, could never really get enough going offensively. Uh, with, with Caden being out, it really affected us offensively that night. And, uh, uh, prevented us from scoring a lot of points. And, and a lot of that was Gaston City. They had, they had a tremendous defense and played very well. But uh, it was another loss for us, unfortunately, to open the season and, uh, and uh, put us to 0-2. Brito is uh, approaching the ball to kick. A little short kick, kind of a, like a cut under it a little bit. Connor Cash gets it at the 15-yard line looking for a hold. Finds a seam, Connor at the 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. Steps out of bounds at the Gadsden City 38-yard line. Nice return. yard line. Waldrop takes the snap, hands to uh, Miller right side. He's tackled in the backfield by Prater. Oh, no, he, Prater slowed him down, and then the yeah. others caught up. It's a gang tackle by Fort Payne, and it's a loss of five yards. There's the snap, hands to Akins. He breaks Good up the middle, breaks back left side. He's got running room. He's to the 35. He's down to the 30-yard line. First and 10, Fort Payne at Gadsden City's 30-yard line. Waldrop snaps, hands to fakes to Miller, throws the bubble screen to the right side, number one. He's caught in the backfield, and he goes down. That's a four-yard loss for Fort Payne. Nice pursuit again on the bubble screen to the wide receiver, number one for Gaston City. There's the snap. Akins takes the ball left side. That's a sweep. He runs and gains, and he's still on his feet. Daryl Prater picks him up, and he gains 15 yards for a first down. Akins was going down. Daryl Prater caught him as he was falling, picked him back up on his feet, and shoved him forward for another 10-yard gain. And we started the uh, third game of the season at home again, so we opened up the season with three straight home games, and um, Arab came to town, and Arab had had probably the best team they've had in many, many years, and we knew that going into the game. Knew they were uh, a very senior-heavy team, and a lot of guys that played a lot of football for them. And, um, had a really, really good nose guard that was a difference maker in the game. And, um, and then they had a really good quarterback on offense that, that ran the ball a bunch and, and had uh, kind of controlled their offense. And we scored early, had a big pass to Ricky Adame early in the game and got up seven to nothing and, and uh, controlled the game for a while. Um, unfortunately, they came back and tied it and stayed seven to seven most of the ball game. And 
Uh, they were able to score in the, in the second half to push the lead to 14 to seven. Um, and then we, we had some opportunities in the second half and just never could get, uh, uh, get close enough to get another touchdown to tie the game. And uh, they scored one late uh, on a fourth down play. We, we had a chance to stop them and get the ball back for one more, uh, you know, potentially game time drive. But unfortunately they scored and extended the lead to 20 to seven. And that was the final. And um, this was another game that was, uh, you know, kind of a humbling game for all of us. You know, we had traditionally always beaten ARAB and, and uh, ARAB came into our place and beat us. It was a region game, first region game of the year. Um, and so disappointing night for, for our players, but uh, also maybe the turning point of the season as, as our players uh, kind of you know, drew a line in the sand, so to speak, after this ball game and, and really went back to some uh, fundamentals and, and committing to trying to be better at what they do. And uh, the ARAB game was kind of the, the point we look back at is, is where the season changed and uh, uh, you know, played well in some spots that night, especially on defense again, uh, but just did not play well enough on offense to win the game. Made our first road trip of the season in week four as we traveled down to Springville for another region game. And uh, like I uh, mentioned earlier with the ARAP game, it was, it was kind of a, a draw a line in the sand game for us. We had struggled early, 0-3 uh, start, all three losses at home. Uh, to three good football teams, but still we were 0-3 and, and uh, really went back to some fundamentals that week at practice and, and talked about being more physical and talked about uh, being more consistent and uh, went down to Springville and played a, you know, a, a really sound football game. Had some turnovers that prevented us from, from possibly uh, extending the lead further in this game, but uh, really dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, Alex McPherson had a, had a big game, had, had several big kicks, had a couple long field goals. Uh, and, and we won the game 27 to 14 and you know really we're proud of our, our offensive line our running backs Alex Akins had a big night that night had over 190 yards rushing uh, but and then the defense once again uh, basically held Springville to seven points most of the game they, they scored one in the late in the fourth quarter that uh, made the score a little bit closer but uh, it was another uh, you know dominating performance by our defense and our offense uh, minus the couple of turnovers we had our offense played much better and more consistent uh, as we were able to control the football uh, the entire night. Twins and twins. Here's the snap. Barnes looks back, looks left side, throws to the sideline. He's got a Connor Cash. He catches it, and he's down at the seven-yard line. First down, Fort Payne. Nice pass and catch from Jake Barnes to Connor. Cash. Barnes under center. Ledford in shot in motion. He takes the handoff. It's a speed sweep. He's got some running room. He's breaking tackles. Go. He's breaking more tackles. He's down inside of Springville territory, and he's brought down at the 30-yard line. Wow, that didn't look like it was going to have much to it. And Ledford breaks two or three tackles. Takes a snap, hands to Aikens up the middle. He's got a hole. He's got a big hole. He picks up five, 10, 15, 20. He's breaking into the sideline. About a 15, 18-yard gain by Alex Aikens on first down. Barnes is, uh, takes the snap, hands it to Aikens on a sweep right side. He's got room. That's touchdown. a touchdown, Fort Payne. Nice run by Alex Aikens. Nice run by that offensive line. And uh, Fort Payne scores the touchdown. Two. So Fort Payne's going for two here. T formation, they give it to Prater up the middle. He's 
bullying his way. That offensive line is just plowing. I think they could have gone. I think right they could have gone all the way to those army trucks <laughs> without being touched. I think he, he was behind to. an army truck. <laughs> After a bye week, we, we stepped out of region again to travel down to Etowah for another for another road game and um, uh, obviously a little bit more confidence on the team after we've won a game versus Springville. Uh, Etowah always has a tough team, a physical team. Uh, you know, they're a 4 team now, so they don't have as much depth as we do, but they have a lot of really good players. And um, it, it was a game that uh, probably people will remember for a long time, very exciting football game. Um, it was kind of the opposite of the Athens game. Etowah jumped out on us quickly. Uh, we had a safety. We had a bad snap on the punt. We had a safety, and they scored a couple quick touchdowns and uh, got a two-point conversion, and it was 17 to nothing before really everybody got settled. So uh, it, it would have been easy for us to, to kind of uh, fold there and, and panic, uh, but our team didn't. We had some big plays in the second quarter. Jake uh, Barnes, I think, had three touchdown passes that night. We made some uh, big plays. Had a big one to Sawyer Bird. Had a big pass to Marcus Ledford, uh, and we're able to come back and, and take the lead at half, and then it was a back-and-forth game in the second half, and um, we were able to uh, uh, maintain that lead and, and win the game 33-27. to 27. Uh, you know, Another big play in that game was when we were down 17 to nothing. It was a third and 11, and we were about to have to punt it back to him, and, and uh, you know, Jake made a nice throw to Connor Cash, who made a great catch and broke away from them and for about 80-yard run and uh, really changed the tide of the night. And then, like I said, we had the two big passes later on and uh, really changed the momentum of the game with, with Connor's play, and we were able to hold on, and, and uh, uh, defense made some big plays late in that game, made some sacks, uh, uh, created some problems to keep them from going down and scoring uh, when the game was 33-27. And uh, Alex had another big field goal. Uh, that night to extend the lead, but it was another, another big team win, a game that we could have easily lost, and uh, it was good to see our players kind of rally and, and make enough plays uh, in the game, on the road against a good team uh, to get the win. Barnes takes the snap. Looks left side, going to throw it up to uh, his hands. Connor, he got him, caught it. He's at the 40, he's at the 35, he's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, yeah. 10. Connor Cash takes it to the house. Give him six. Hello, boy. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Shotgun formation, Aikens to his right. Brings Ledford in, form, in motion across the formation. Fakes the handoff. There Third he down is. There's Steve Sawyer Burt. He's got it. There's Steve Pop. Touchdown, <laughs> Sawyer Burt. Make it hurt, Sawyer Burt. Touchdown, hey, Fort Payne. You can't. You cannot bring the safety up. That you know, the linebackers are right at the rear ends of the tackles. Running back formation. Barnes takes the snap. He drops back. Looks to set up the screen. Day. It is, it is wide, open. wide open. He's got running room to go. There he goes inside the 40, the 35, the 30, the 25-yard line. Alex Aikens on a first down run. On the screen pass with third and seven. Nice play call by Coach Elmore. 39-yard uh, field goal attempt. Dax Varnador on the hold. Sawyer Burke snap. There's the snap. There's the hold. There's the kick. It's away. Looks like it's good, and it is good. So, 41 seconds left. Came back the next week and went back into region play as we played Scottsboro for the Top Cat Trophy. Um, you know, I was always a big game, obviously, uh, even bigger when it's a region game. And uh, Scottsboro uh, has changed coaches this this year and changed offenses, and they run more of a uh, more of an Army slash Navy type of offense. It's uh, uh, under center, 
uh, option offense and very difficult to defend if you're not used to, uh, to playing it and, and nobody is used to seeing it anymore. So we had to uh, spend a lot of time preparing for that and getting our uh, players ready and, and I thought our defense played uh, phenomenal all night. They, they were in their, in their spots all night. They made the plays they needed to make. Uh, actually uh, knocked the quarterback out of the game. We played physical enough. We, we you know, not intentionally, obviously, but we, we, we hurt their quarterback that night and forced them into having to play in a backup. And we're able to get a shutout, which is difficult to do in this day and age to get a shutout. We were able to get a shutout on defense and uh, played really well on offense a lot of the night. It didn't finish some drives, but uh, we're able to score 28 points and uh, had a really kind of a commanding uh, lead most of the night and, and, and sort of a dominating performance. Uh, against our rival, so it was a big win and a big. Uh, uh, we were able to give uh, Mr. Jim Cunningham the game ball after the after the game, and he was uh, he was right after he had retired as our superintendent. So uh, it was a big night for everybody to, to, to retain the top cat trophy. Uh, we were able to give the, the game ball to Mr. Cunningham, and uh, we're able to even our record at three and three, more importantly, and, uh, and and two and one in the region. So it was a great night and a great win. Jax Barnador will hold. There's the snap, there's the kick, it's up, and it is good. So with 8.44 left in the first quarter, Fort Payne strikes first. So it's first and 10, Fort Payne's inside Scottsboro territory. Barnes takes the snap and hands to Aikens right side. He breaks the corner. He gains the first down, he's 15, he's 20, almost 20 yards on the gain. Down to the Scottsboro 25-yard line, it'll be first and 10, Fort Payne there. Single receiver top side, Barnes is in shotgun. He takes the snap. He's looking to the right side, looking over the middle field. Has Sawyer Burt, touchdown Sawyer Burt! Touchdown, Fort Payne, right down the seam. Same route that he threw to Sawyer last week against Etowah, and it's a Fort Payne touchdown. Is he a freshman? Wow. He takes it, pitches it off to the left side to 16. 16's looking for run room, and he gets thundered right there by Seth Williams on the sideline. Not only not that, but the freshman got a warm welcome from Will Green also right <laughs> there. Yeah. 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 Not to call any of his timeouts. He's still got three left. Barnes drops back, looks for a wide receiver screen. Hits Connor Cash, this left oh, side. Fair. He's got run room. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. He's down to the six-yard line. First down, Connor Cash. Package, but they've got split outs. He's going to throw a fade route to Marcus Ledford on the right side, and it is. What is a, it a catch? Caught for a touchdown, a Marcus Ledford. Nice throw and catch. Jake Barnes to Marcus Ledford. We want to give you this game all for your service and your game looking forward to the next one and I'll be there Fort Payne strong thank you very much went back on the road for week seven as we traveled down to Southside for another big region uh, game uh, they, they had beaten Oxford early in the year I uh, had lost to Arab so it was a big game as far as the standings go I think they were Three and one at the time in the region. We were two and one, uh, so a very important game as we as we moved into the uh, latter half of the season. Uh, defense played uh, phenomenal once again. Uh, shut out Southside for three quarters, uh, which extended. Uh, you know, we basically had seven straight quarters of, of shutout football, counting the Scottsboro game, and um, you know, even even almost eight when you count the the end of the Etowah game. So our defense played phenomenal all night, and we were able to build a 24-0 lead. Uh, Connor Cash had some some big catches early in this ball game, and Marcus Lever had a long catch, and um, you know we were able to, to jump out and to a 24-0 lead in the uh, 
late in the third quarter and, and really early in the fourth quarter and really had to control the ball game. And, and uh, Diego Galeos made a great play and stripped the ball loose to, to get us the ball back. Uh, but unfortunately, they, they ruled the runner down, and, and uh, that kind of changed the momentum of the game. We were about to have the ball back up 24-0 in the fourth quarter, and they kept it and were able to go down and score and got the two-point conversion, were able to get the ball back again, score again, got another two-point conversion, um, and then all of a sudden it's 24-16, and uh, uh, they were able to get an onside kick and, and had a chance to go down and tie the game in the final two minutes. Uh, but our defense came up with another big stop and uh, uh, got a couple of sacks and were able to get the ball back for offense. Uh, we were able to run out the clock, so uh, it was a game that I thought we dominated for the first three quarters and, and kind of let them back in it and allowed them to have a chance, but uh, a really great performance for our defense uh, the majority of the night. And uh, exciting moment, even though it didn't work out for us, we, you know, Alex McPherson attempted a 70-yard field goal that night, which you know, kind of blew everybody's mind, but uh, only was a couple yards short, and um, you know, it, it definitely when, it, when the ball was kicked, everybody in the stadium uh, rose to their feet because they thought they were about to see something uh, unique. That would have been a, a national record, obviously, at 70 yards, and uh, didn't quite get there, but, but it was a great attempt, and uh, he had another, another big night for us like he always does. Um, but another big win, big road win as we uh, moved to 3-1 and one in the region uh, and 4-3 and three overall with a 24-16 win over, over South. Hitchcock now runs Grizzard out in motion, looking right side for nothing. There's nothing there. Oh, and he gets hit in the backfield by Alex Akins. Big, big loss on the play. Nice play, Alex Akins. There's the snap. He drops back. He's looking left side. Throws to Marcus Ledford. He's got room to run. He's past the 50, to the 40, to the 30, to the 20. He stumbles and lands at the 15-yard line. First to 10, Fort Payne inside the red zone. Under center, Dubos behind him. He takes the snap, hands to Dubose. Oh, he's got running room. He's got running room, and it's a touchdown for Payne. Touchdown, Caden Dubose. Takes the snap. He hands to Dubose. This right side finds a little bit of a crease. He's down to the 15. He's inside to the 10. It's going to be another first down for Payne. Single receiver, bottom side. Hey, Smith drops back, and he's under pressure. He's going to go down. He tries to get it away. My goodness. Again, gives to Aikens again, left side. Touchdown. Touchdown, Alex Aikens. 11-16 left. In the fourth, Fort Payne takes a 23 to nothing lead. Came back home for week eight for homecoming. Uh, played Pell City. Pell City had had a few injuries and had been struggling of late. Uh, had really good players, had a really good receiver that made a lot of plays for him. He made some plays early. Uh, unfortunately for them, they had some more injuries in that ball game and uh, really struggled toward the end to, to finish the game. And we were able to play very well offensively uh, and defensively tonight and really extended the lead and were able to play a lot of younger players late uh, and were able to, to win the game 58-14. to 14. And, uh, uh, you know, it was another big win. Always, always nice to win on homecoming. And more importantly, it was our fifth win in the row and uh, got us in the playoffs and, and got us uh, to a 4-1 spot in the region. And, and a chance to uh, to play for uh, second place the following week versus Oxford, but uh, um, good win for our team, good win for our program as we as we won 58 to 14 over Pell City on homecoming.
Touchdown for Payne. It Alex Aikens again. Every time. That's it. Well, really, all of the receivers now. That's Borden coming in a speed sweep motion. He's got isolation. There's Kobe King. He makes oh. the interception. He's at the 45. He's at the 40. 35. 30. Kobe King breaks up the, the top side of the field. He's inside the 20, down to the 18-yard line. Kobe King on the interception. Fort Payne set up in business. Receivers on this near side. Barnes takes the snap. He hands to Dubos up the middle. He's got a little bit of running room. Picks up five. Mm. He picks up ten. He picks up. He breaks it out to the outside. Breaks another tackle. My goodness. Go. He's down to the 30-yard line. Caden Dubos. 49, 48. Second down and five. Fort Payne. Spread formation. Barnes takes the snap. Hands to Akins. He runs up the middle. He breaks free. Touchdown, Alex Akins. Fort Payne leads. 29 to 14. I think I'd stop that. All right. Uh, Dubos in at running back. Gets the first handoff up the middle. There he goes. He's at the 40. He's at the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Caden Dubos. First play of the second half. Wow. Active uh, score ends up being by the end of the game. Barnador hands off to Cody. Left side. Looking for running room. Finds a gap. Finds a seam. Uh, he hits the 10. 5. Touchdown, Fort Payne, Skylar Cody, left side. Went down to Oxford for week nine for a, for a big game. It was a chance for us to possibly finish second in the region with a win. And uh, it was a game where if Oxford won, they won the region. Uh, both of us were, were four and one going in and uh, they, they had already beat a Arab. And so uh, it was a chance for them to uh, win the region if they beat us. And, so, uh, you know, big game, a lot of excitement. Both teams were ready to play. Uh, unfortunately, we had, a, we had a bad start to the game. We, we had a mistake on offense where they uh, got a sack and a, and a, and a fumble and scored. And uh, it wasn't anything really they did. It was just a mistake on our part. And unfortunately, that kind of got the momentum in their side early in the ball game. And then their, their running back made a great run on a, on a play that we had a chance to tackle them in the backfield. And, and extended the lead to 14 to nothing, and, and uh, they seized all momentum early, and we were able never, uh, never ever really to recover. Um, you know, had some had some field goal attempts in that game. Uh, Alex actually attempted a 61 yarder in that one. Uh, weren't able to make any, and uh, unfortunately got behind 28 to nothing, and and never really recovered. And, and Oxford went on to beat us uh, conventionally that night. But um, you know, again, it was a good a good learning experience for us as we as we understood that you you know you can't have a bad start in a game like that uh, against a good football team and and uh, we learned that that night but Oxford went on to win uh, and we uh, finished ended up finishing third in the region uh, as we, as our record dropped uh, to five and four uh, excuse me yeah, five and four for the season as we moved into uh, our last regular season game been running back to put them 14 to nothing and then Oxford drove on the last one trying to give the ball to Ledford Boy, he just powered forward. Nice run by Marcus Ledford. This near side. Barnes takes the snap. He's going to look at a wide receiver screen to Adame. This near side. He's got some running room. He's to the 40, 35, 30. He's down to the 25-yard line. Ricky Adame, first down, Fort Payne. Oxford drops out. They're just going to throw it up. Throwing it downfield to number 10. Kobe King there in coverage. Did he make the catch? He did. Nice interception by Kobe King. Picked off in the end zone. There's the snap. McPherson takes the kick. That's a long, booming drive down to the 14, 10-yard line. Fumbled there. Fort Payne is going to recover it at the 10-yard line. So there's a play. Caden Kilgore recovers a fumble, a muffed punt return.
finished up the regular season at home on senior night with North Jackson. Uh, we're able to win the game 32-7. Uh, North Jackson, a uh, good 4A team that came in here, a playoff team. Uh, they basically took the attitude they were going to dare us to throw all night. They, they kind of loaded the, loaded the box, so to speak, and were not going to allow us to run the football and, and made us throw the ball down the field. And we were able to make some plays early, had some big plays early in the ballgame, had a big uh, touchdown to Ricky Adame, and uh, uh, had another big one to him later, and he had two big touchdown catches that night. And uh, So made some plays in the throw game that we needed to make and uh, were able to extend the lead. Our defense, once again, played great all night. Uh, gave up one play for, for on the fourth down that ended up being a long touchdown. Other than that, it would have been a shutout and just never really allowed them to move the ball all night. And control field position, uh, Alex, uh, had probably the best night I've ever seen a kicker have. Uh, made four field goals, uh, made three over 50. Uh, actually made a 61-yarder early in the game. We had a legal procedure penalty that uh, uh, wiped it out. We backed it up to 66, and we tried that one, and he almost made a 66. It was just a couple yards short. Um, but we were able to get one more attempt for him uh, late in that ball game. Uh, up 29-7, uh, had a ball end up on the 44-yard line on the fourth down. So we sent Alex back out there for, for one more attempt at the state record, uh, which was 60 yards by his brother Evan. And, uh, uh, he, like I said, kicked the ball great all night, and he hit another beauty there and, and, and knocked it through from 61 yards to, to get the state record. Uh, and he was uh, obviously excited. Our whole team was excited. A uh, big moment for him um, and a great win for us on senior night as we finished the regular season off 6-4. Uh, and, uh, and after starting out 0-3, uh, credit to our seniors for, for not allowing us to uh, be distracted or uh, you know, despondent, so to speak, and not, and not be able to finish that year, we were able to uh, go ahead and, and, and win six of our last seven games and finish up six and four for the year. Backup quarterback number 14, also a wide receiver, um, is out tonight. There goes the boat. Caden Dubose up the middle. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown for Payne, Caden Dubose. Smallest kid out there, and he's he's in the backfield all night. Yep, there, there, well, there goes Will Green on that play. Will Green shot that gap to kick these type of kicks. There's a snap. There's the hold. There's the kick. It's Ooh. away. That looks good. That is down the middle. So 55-yard field goal by Alex McPherson. Outside. Fakes a little pitch. The quarterback's now going to run. Getting chest down by Daryl Prater and Kobe King. And he's sacked for about a four-yard loss. So it'll be second down and enough that Fort Payne's not able to chunk him very much. Fakes the handoff. Jake Barnes rolls to this near side. He's going to throw short in the flats to Adame. Adame picks it to 35. He breaks a tackle. He's going to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Ricky Adame. Fort Payne. 60-yard pickup on first down. Touchdown. Second touchdown of the night by Ricky Adame. 61-yarder, Alex McPherson. This will be a state record if he can make this one. Sawyer Burt to snap. Dax Varnador to hold. State record attempt by Alex McPherson. There's the snap. There's the hold. The kick. It's on the way. It's good. It looks like he's got it. It's good. Good. Alex McPherson, state record. 61-yard field goal. Went down to Briarwood for the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Briarwood always always has a great team, obviously. Everybody uh, knows that. If you know football in the state of Alabama, they've got a tremendous quarterback this year. 
uh, named Christopher Vizina, who's probably going to get a lot of uh, uh, major college uh, recruiting attention over this next year. Uh, he was a junior uh, this past season, and uh, uh, he played a great game. I thought we played very well as well. We, we, we came out early and got a field goal to, to, to take the lead three to nothing. Uh, and then another field goal to make it seven to six. Uh, they were able to, to extend the lead to 14 to six. Uh, and then we came down right before the half and, and were able to score uh, to make it 14 to 12 and went for two to tie the game uh, and were not able to convert. And the uh, game kind of flipped right there. They were able to go down in the last minute of the game. Um, the Zena made several big plays, minute of the half, excuse me. The Zena made several big plays and they were able to score right before halftime to extend the lead to 21 to 12. Uh, and then we're able to get the ball coming out of halftime and went down and scored again. So uh, once we had scored to make it 14 to 12, we had the chance to tie on the two-point play and just came up about a yard short. And uh, by the time we got the ball back on offense, we were down 28 to 12 and, uh, because Briarwood had been so efficient there at the end of the half and at the start of the second half. Um, and that kind of changed the whole game. And instead of a two-point game, it became a 16-point game. And we were able to drive back down and have a chance again, but uh, try to reverse on first down and lost a lot of yards and ended up turning the ball over the next play and, and uh, never really recovered after that. So, you know, thought we played really well, did a lot of good things on both sides of the ball, but uh, they had a really good player quarterback. And, and we told that team after, our team after that, I think he was the difference in the game. And uh, he made a lot of plays for them uh, like he should and uh, they were able to, to, to extend the lead and beat us. But proud of our, our players and how hard they played that night and, and uh, were not intimidated by them and, and uh, you know, went down to Briarwood with the mindset of trying to win that ball game, uh, but were not able to do it. And you know, Briarwood went on, people that don't know, the next week and played Clay Chauble, the eventual state champion. And at halftime, they were neck and neck with, with Clay Chauble. So Briarwood's got a great team and nothing to be ashamed of for our players. We, uh, we're just a little bit short that night, but uh, ended up the season six and five. Um, but once again, proud of uh, our team for, for not, uh, not giving up, not quitting uh, when the season didn't start like we all hoped it would. Uh, so, you know, not the season we all wanted, uh, but, but also uh, very proud of our players for uh, not giving up and finishing the year uh, on a positive note by winning uh, six of our last eight games. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys at fall They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the way those game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's fighting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air already. Yes, sir, we want the ball. 